Welcome to another episode of Canberra Eats. I'm your host, Felix Bazgan. On today's show, we talk to Matt Gork of Gork Boys Barbecue. Matt and I go back a few years, and in today's digital world, we first interacted on Instagram. He was doing a fundraiser at a school. He's a teacher, by the way. And he wanted to know what Canberra products can help hold the barbecue he was planning on serving. Fast forward a few years, and Matt is still teaching. His barbecue game is much stronger, and he is a social media star, especially on TikTok, where he has 1.5 million followers and puts out a ton of great content. Check out the interview and visit CambroEats.com. Let's get to it. All right, we're here with uh, Matt Gork of Gork Boys Barbecue. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Doing well. How are you, Felix? Good, 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 good. So, um, uh, Matt and I, we go back a few years. We connected on Instagram quite a few years ago, uh, and obviously we've uh, followed your progress ever since, and we'll get to talking about what you're doing now and your success on social and and all that kind of great stuff. I think uh, there's a lot of stuff that you have to share for a lot of folks in the industry who obviously look at these channels as being great uh, growth and and, and outreach uh, potential for them. Uh, But before we get that, why don't you give us a little bit of update uh, on your background so everybody can gets uh, gets to know you a little bit more yeah so my name is mac work uh, you know i'm 43 years old i'm married a uh, beautiful wife for eight years and i have two little boys they're six and five um we're both in education i'm a teacher i've been for 18 years health and phys ed uh, my wife is a school principal elementary school so with uh, you know everything happening since march with schools closing it's been quite the whirlwind for us um in addition to what my kind of side businesses with barbecue and now social media actually becoming, you know, a business for me as well. Um, So, man, we go back, like you said, a few years when we first connected and you and I connected Felix in the very beginning of of my story, really in terms of barbecue and um, Cambro in general was a huge part of me getting started. Um, So through school is kind of how the passion to start something like this began as a teacher with the the families and the kids that you connect with and the stories they have at home um, and the way that you can kind of relate as a teacher with the students. And that was a big part of what got me motivated to try to do something a little bit different um, in terms of part-time work. Um, Mm. Teachers teachers don't just teach. I, I, I can speak for all of them when I tell you that we all don't just teach, we have other jobs um, because we have to from an income standpoint. So I've always carried three or four jobs at a time, be it coaching or I'm a driver's ed instructor or working at a restaurant, which I did my whole life, um, which is where my passion for food kind of started. I apologize, we're having our bathroom remodeled at the same time here. So there might be a little buzzing in the air, but um, so. So that's kind of where my story started through just a simple act of kindness with my kids at school. I I was kind of given the urge to to give back and do something good for people and try to pay it forward in any way I can. Um, I started, my father-in-law bought me a smoker, um, a $180 master built propane smoker and was like, here, go play with it. And he had actually bought it for himself and just never used it. So he gave it to me and that's where the, that's where the fire was lit, you know, literally. Um, yeah. The next morning I was in my backyard playing with it at four in the morning um, and, and I was hooked ever since. And that was about four years ago, Felix. And I played with it for a while and uh, 
you know, kind of started learning the craft and the art of smoke and flavors and food in general. I'm not trained other than in my backyard and YouTube and social media. So that's what's mm -hmm. really cool about it. I don't call myself a chef. I'm a cook. I'm a home cook. I'm someone that hopefully people can relate to because um, mm -hmm. I'm doing the same thing that a lot of people are in their backyard, you know. And yep. um, so that's kind of how it started uh, at home for me. And then friends started noticing that I was cooking a lot. And I would invite people over. And what really triggered the passion was noticing that when I started cooking and having people over and my family came over more and neighbors would smell it and make comments, it, it brought about this community, this, mm -hmm. this, this family feeling that, you know, I, I come from a divorced, you know, home and I like a lot of the kids I teach and you know, we didn't have Sunday night dinners or dinner every night at the table. And when I started noticing that, it just lit even more of a passion that, man, this is such an awesome way to connect and, mm -hmm. and spread love and family and friendship. Right. And that's what I saw the most out of it. Um, you know, continued teaching um, and realized that maybe I could sell this food. And, you know, I was doing it for friends. They, I, they would pay me. I would just kind of go buy the food and charge them cost because I love doing it. And then yeah. a couple of my friends were like, man, you should try to like monetize on this and really start a business. And so I looked into the catering thing and um, through some personal, you know, things that happened between my wife and I with with trying to build our family and pregnancies, we lost five pregnancies and my students found out um, when we had our last loss and they kind of did something to, they got me a card and bought us Sixers tickets. And it was just a really cool, um, show of love from my students. And, uh, I was like, and then I, re I like some, the story kind of went viral on Twitter because my kids were recording my reaction in class and I was crying and they were crying. And I remember seeing videos you uh, yeah, there, yeah. It was super emotional and it made its rounds on social and news channels and all this um the sixers ended up reaching out because the kids got me sixers tickets i'm a big uh basketball fan so uh the sixers got involved and i kind of flipped the script and turned it into a field trip and the kids bought me two tickets for my wife and i to go out and kind of have a date night and be together um and i flipped it and had the sixers donate tickets to take my whole class with me and we turned it into a field trip so awesome. um a couple meat companies that i deal with and have spoken to uh, one is premier meat company um on social media on instagram and everything udi is the owner and he's just awesome he reached out to me out of the blue and said listen i think you should throw your kids a barbecue i see everything you're doing i think what they did for you is amazing and i was like wow like this could be something maybe we do a fundraiser and mm -hmm. i could donate the money to you know uh pregnancy loss or cancer or uh cleft lip and palate my son has a cleft lip and palate operation smile so what we did is we 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 made it a fundraiser and and that's how my business started in order to do a fundraiser like that i created the llc grork mm -hmm. boys barbecue was born and uh I was faced with having to try to figure out how to feed hundreds of people right. at a football game at my high school and raise thousands of dollars, which we did. And uh, mm -hmm. that's where you came in, Felix, because I had, I had, we had followed each other on social media. And I obviously know that Cambro is such a huge player in 
in, in right. my industry. And uh, I reached out to you about, you know, I'm cooking all this pulled pork in this food and I have no way, I don't know the first thing about keeping it, um, you know, food safety and all that stuff. I took the course and I knew that I needed something to keep it safe. Right. And I was like, Cambro. So I, I sent you a message and we connected and you yeah. guys are the first, the very first brand of all the brands I've ever worked with, with these charities and foundations that I've worked with, veterans and stuff, you guys have supported me with that. Um, you guys sent me some Cambro Go boxes and and man, without them, this fundraiser wouldn't have happened. Like I would have been serving cold pulled pork, um, but it was, <laughs> it, was a good scene. it was so cool. And we've had yeah. this relationship for years now and uh, you guys are still always there to support me. and. Um, man, I just kind of hit the ground running and the business has done well personally for me. I've been able to give back a lot to a lot of different foundations and veterans and um, families in my community, students, my school. And um, then the whole social media thing happened and, you know, TikTok was born. <laughs> yeah, you guys are crazy on that. So real quick, just touch yeah. base and talk to your, your, your teacher, just to give give everybody your experiences, because obviously you're both in the, in the uh, one foot in the food world, one foot in the uh, education field. How, how, uh, how's the last year been? It's been a challenge. It has been, it's been hard, uh, you know, from a business standpoint. And a lot of people don't realize this, I think, um, you know, is my barbecue business is pretty much shut down. Um, since March, I closed the doors on it just temporarily until we get things up and running and things are kind of a little bit back, back to normal. So much of my business is built around my school community and graduation parties and fundraisers and things that we do for the sports teams and clubs. And, uh, none of that has happened. So I figured this was an opportunity for me. One, I have a family. I have a wife who's a principal. My two boys are both in school and I could not allow my family to deal with what all our, all us parents are dealing with now with schooling and being remote and at home and literally becoming teachers ourselves um, for our kids. I couldn't allow them to do that Monday through Friday. And then as you know, I'd be myself, I would be gone Friday, Saturday, Sunday, doing events, cooking, um, a Saturday event, I'm cooking on Thursday for that, you know, mm -hmm. prepping and getting ready. So I just kind of made the decision that, that what my priority is. And at the same time knew that it was also an opportunity for me to bring things to people in a different way, um, mm -hmm. and still be able to do some fundraisers and support people and pay it forward because social media plays such a huge role in being able to do that. Right. So again, so let's let's jump into, into that a little bit. Obviously, you know that's that's afforded you uh, a, a little more time off to, to, to focus on that. And obviously, you know TikTok is a big growth. You're you're big on a lot of other platforms. But tell us a little about how a you got into that just to to, to, to start and never mind where you're at now. And what made you kind of look at that and think, hey, there's something interesting here uh, that I could work with. Yeah. So about five years ago. Um, when I really, I've always had an Instagram account, Facebook, and just kind of posted pictures of my family, pictures of my kids. If I was out, you know, doing something in gym class and I thought it was cool, I would post a story or something about it to kind of give info to teachers on ideas. And so there was always this teaching aspect 
that's always in my head just from my nature. But um, I just posted all family stuff, really, like anybody. And then when I started cooking, I noticed this huge community on social media for barbecue, not just barbecue, but food creators in general, because there's so many talented ones, regardless of what type of food you cook. And uh, I really got locked into that. I connected with a great buddy of mine, Kurt Halls from Caribbean um, he's down in Florida and he's been kind of like my social media mentor, my whole life, my whole social media life. And I started posting my food. Um, yeah. and, and I started incorporating both in a way to be able to tell a story. And mm-hmm. I think that's what people love. They, they love a story and being able to kind of know you a little bit. And that's what I try to do. So I kept kind of plugging away at that. And next thing I knew I had like, I don't know, a knife company reach out to me and they're like, hey, can we send you a knife and you could use it and post it? And I'm like, <clears throat> like <laughs> what? I'm getting a free knife? I was like, this yeah. is awesome. So, you know, that that whole free stuff yeah. to post happened, which a lot of people yeah. do and still do. But that whole thing has changed now um, mm-hmm. where, you know, it's not just free free product to promote. You're You're actually able to get paid. Uh, right. to promote because this doing this is a bigger platform and costs less than running a commercial ad or something like that. Oh, so, definitely. Um, and you reach more people. So I yeah. just met a ton of awesome people on social media and Instagram turned into Facebook more. And then I started with, you know, TikTok through a friend of mine, uh, Tara, who lives up in North Jersey. And uh, she has a huge account, Al Dente Diva. And she got me hooked up with TikTok in their early creator program over two years ago when no one knew what TikTok was. So I've been on TikTok for a long time posting food. And uh, just over this quarantine since like, I'd say about a year ago, I started to kind of go viral and and grow more of a following. So it was a very hard, tough grind long before I became like any kind of influencer on social media, you know? So again, so having said that, what advice would you have for it? Because obviously there's a lot of folks that, hey, may not want to be to the, okay, 1.5 million followers or anything like that, but they just want to get their business known out there, do more things, you know, just take advantage of, like you yeah. said, where the attention is, you know, people are on, are on their phones when you're watching TV during commercials, you know, so it's yep. like uh, no one's looking at all that kind of stuff. So what what kind of advice would you have for people? Because obviously one thing I take away from what you just said was just being persistent, being persistent and being, uh, how much do you think authenticity has to, has to do with that? That's it. I think if, I think if you have a brand, <laughs> I think if you have a brand or you have a business or if you are your brand, Um, You know, I kind of have both. Like I have my barbecue business, but then some brands that I work with now, they're working with me personally. Um, So you kind of have to juggle both. But regardless of what you're doing, the bottom line is being consistent and being authentic. Right. So I think that I've done, you know, a pretty good job of developing some authenticity in the fact that people can trust what I say. They know I'm not just pitching product to pitch product. They know that it's things that I use every day. This is Nash. Hey, how are you? <laughs> so, so funny story real quick. Nash, Nash loves Minecraft, like the video game. He just learned how to smoke uh, meat on Minecraft. He built a little oven fire smoker on Minecraft. 
And he just told, showed me today how to cook barbecue on Minecraft. <laughs> Look at that. He's an up-and-coming TikToker. They're, all, they're always listening. They're always listening. <laughs> so um, that's, that's kind of my best advice is you have to be consistent. And I think a big part of authenticity comes in telling a story. Um, mm -hmm. I think people really, especially now, Felix, and you know, we're so disconnected now, not just yeah. because of computers and tablets and all that stuff, but because of um, COVID that right. people want to connect. They want that authenticity, that connection. So right. I think that that's my best advice is tell a story, be authentic and be consistent. Like you can't just post. I tell people I, in 2020, I posted and this blew my mind because I didn't realize it until the end of the year, but there was an app that you could plug in your TikTok name and it would give you your year in review. Mm. I posted over, I posted 998 videos in wow. 2020 on TikTok. That's wow. like three videos a day. Yeah. I can't yeah. like, I can't even wrap my head around how I even had that much content. Right. Um, but it's, it's, that's yeah. consistency. Right. But that's the thing. If you find if you find the, the story and even the because uh, I, I think that's one thing you know, we hear, we get a lot of requests and people are like always interested in the behind the scenes or the way something's made or something like that rather than just the, OK, here it is. If you were just to sit there like you do a lot of stuff and just show the final, uh, you know, like what Instagram was maybe a handful of years ago. Here's a pretty yeah. picture of the final. Uh, uh, here's right. some ribs. They want to see the whole kind of the, the backgrounds, like how you select it, how you do it, how you do. And again, that whole process is, yep. you know, uh, especially on a platform like TikTok, several videos or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, again, yeah. So that was okay. crazy. I mean, just to have that amount of content and be able to produce something every day on a daily basis. If you're a business or an individual and that's your goal, that's what you have to do, um, mm -hmm. you know, depending on how, how big you want to scale. Right, right. That's a good point. Um, and and one one thing I remember from last when I first started looking at your TikToks was your your consistency on messages. I love the don't wash your chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah, that's it's it's. I love that you catch on to that because that's like that's another thing. You know, it's like a like theme. You, you have to have. I learned that on TikTok especially, it's a lot more than just here's a here's a meal and here's what i'm gonna cook um mm -hmm. you have to have some kind of shtick in a yep. way you know mm -hmm. what i'm doing is still authentic i don't wash my chicken like i i strongly believe that but i think it's pretty obvious that i'm being a little bit sarcastic like if you <laughs> wash your chicken i really don't care but <laughs> i said it in a video one time Mm -hmm. And it blew up. People like my comments. I was getting so much hate. Like, yeah. you don't want the chicken. That's disgusting. Blah, blah, blah. I'm never coming over your house for dinner. And I'm like, then I started hitting them with the scientific part of it in terms of the splatter and the microscopic thing that you, that you don't realize. And it became right. a little bit of a trend. Um, but that's what it's about. I did the does it smoke. Um, oh, yeah. I, I see that a lot. Yeah, you're doing brownies. You're, you're doing a whole right. like, little like, man. I would, never, I would never smoke a brownie. Like, I really yeah. wouldn't. I would never think to wrap a banana in bacon and smoke it. Like, But it's people enjoy it. It's fun. Right. I mean, we had people, a buddy of mine, uh, Liam on TikTok. He's crazy. 
he just cooked a steak in his sink. Like he turned on the scalding is that, hot is that water. going to hot water where he's doing yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And like it it hurts me to my core, but people want to see it because it's funny and it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. you know, so if it's you have like something the, uh, like that, that, that's like such a huge, uh, yeah, it's like when I said that uh, way to go about it to be able to yeah. like have this little stick, you know? Yeah. I said this uh this lady, she uh cooked a steak in a toaster if i recall yeah. she <laughs> went viral so oh, I'm, man. I'm coming up with a new one now i'm i'm st- i'm going to start a new one this week um so i don't know if you're familiar with the relationship between uh martha stewart and uh snoop dog the rapper yeah. so yeah. they have a real like friendship the two of them yeah. and she taught him a lot about cooking so sure. Snoop Dogg has Snoop Dogg has a cookbook. Um, okay. So I bought the cookbook and I'm gonna like recreate some of oh. his recipes and I'm trying okay. to come up with a hashtag name like uh, smoking with Snoop or like you know hashtag does it Snoop or something like right. that. So oh, that's good. That'll be, a, that'll be a fun series. Yeah, it'll be something fun to do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but you're right. It's like it's something you do already. You just have to add a layer on that'll get people's attention. That's the yeah. bottom line. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because again, it's interesting what you do anyway. But again, the number one thing is you have to hook them in somehow before you yeah. can really get them uh, interested it's, and excited. So it's all about uh, those first few seconds of your content. Like if you don't have something in the first five seconds of your content that makes right. people go, "Oh, what's that?" Then you're done. So when I'm on on the on the on the phone saying. Let's smoke a donut. Mm-hmm. People are watching. Yeah. So tell me, how, how do you uh, kind of uh, work all this with your wife being a vegetarian? <laughs> <laughs> how does that work in out there? <laughs> it's, gotten, it's gotten easier, but, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, she, she was never against meat. You know, she's not like, she's not like vegan where she's trying to, like, degrade people that eat meat. Um, right. like that vegan teacher on TikTok, like she's just outright mean to people. Mm-hmm. Like it's amazing. Um, but I also know that's kind of, it's a shit, like yeah. it's probably not really her. Um, but my wife is really good with it. She has been a vegetarian since she was 12 years old. So wow. she will, she will cook food. She'll cook meat. Um, she'll make meatballs. She'll do all that stuff. It's just like, when you have to mix the meatballs, she'll have me do it. Like she doesn't want to get her hands all in it. Um, right. But we always end up with two dinners. Like if she's making, if she's making meatloaf, she will uh, make a tofu loaf for herself. You know, mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. Say hi. Just say hi. hi. There you go. How are you? <laughs> she'll make like. Yeah, a I, tofu I thought you did something on uh, on the grill the other day. You're smoking. Uh, tomatoes and uh, I don't know if it was feta cheese. I can't recall exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was that yeah. feta. Actually, hey, looked yeah. good. It was really good. That so that pasta. There's a TikToker. I can't remember her name, but um, she went viral on on that recipe, and uh, it kind of just caught fire on TikTok, and right. everyone started making their own version of it. Um, sure. So I try. I hadn't seen anyone put it in a smoker, so I tried that, and it turned out great. I mean, it was it was excellent and super easy. Real easy yeah. recipe. Um, okay, so tell us a little bit about uh, what, what you've got coming up, if you want to share that a little bit. Yeah, so, I mean, it's some really exciting things. Um, 
you know, like, like we mentioned, having this time at home while my job, I miss my job. I miss teaching, um, you know, and I can't wait to get back at it, but it's given me a chance to do a lot of other things. And, uh, you know, I'm in the process of rebuilding some things to be able to open back up in the spring, summer. Um, I'm working with a trailer building company now uh, and a smoker builder, actually smokerbuilder.com. Um, my buddy Frank uh, on building a 500 gallon reverse flow. Um, we're going to build a, we're building a 30 foot trailer with a 14 foot porch and a 500 gallon smoker on it. Um, I'm going to be getting that in hopefully late spring, early summer and mm -hmm. work boys barbecue will be back on the map, um, working with veteran groups, foundations, charities, and my own, um, business. I'm hoping to take advantage of this ghost kitchen concept that you see a lot of people uh, pivoting to uh, because it's all third-party app delivery. So Grubhub and, you know, all those different apps that do that. So I'll be able to set up at a spot and, and have third-party apps come and deliver my food to anybody who wants it. So um, that's the goal. So that's the biggest thing I'm looking forward to in terms of my personal business. And then um, in terms of social media, some pretty awesome stuff. TikTok, I'm doing all the same stuff. Uh, there there's a new app out there called Triller. Um, Triller oh. is, uh, you know, a, a pretty hot app right now. And, uh, they've, they've actually sponsored, uh, if you remember the Mike Tyson, Roy Jones, Jr. Fight that yeah. happened about a month or so ago, Triller sponsored all those fights, um, with okay. Jake Paul, the big hey, YouTuber. Yes. So, uh, they're a big company, you know, they're, they're really trying to make a dent in this social media short video thing. And they just rolled out a live, uh, a live option to go oh. live, but they want it to be a show format. So okay. I was contacted by them, and I'm super stoked to announce that on Monday, this coming Monday at 9:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Triller, I will have a barbecue crash course with Brook Boys okay. Barbecue. It will be a 30-minute. Okay. A uh, 30 minute weekly show where you'll be in my kitchen in my backyard with me and we'll be uh, kind of going over the do's and don'ts of barbecue recipes, how to's. Uh, you can almost guarantee that Cambro will have some 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 features in there because I use you guys all the time. So um, that's something well, that's, that's cool. really, really exciting because it's going to give me a chance to just connect in a different way. Um, with which is going to be really cool. So I'm excited about and that's that. For, for anybody, it's not like one of these invitation-only apps initially right now. It's open for everybody to join. It's open, Yeah, it's open for anyone. You can go to Triller um, in your app store or wherever you download apps and um, just create an account, make a name, and you'll see the live feature, and they'll have a list, almost like a TV guide style of all the upcoming okay. shows. And I'm telling you, it's like it's kind of mind-blowing because – Jennifer Lopez, DJ Khaled, um, J.R. Smith from the NBA, uh, the D'Amelio family, who everyone knows the D'Amelio family now on social media. They all no, have shows. Oh, so wow. I'm like on this list of 40 people and like wow. Jennifer Lopez headlines it. So like she's my colleague now. We work together. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. It's pretty neat. That's I'm really excited about that. So that kicks off my head. 
Yeah, and yeah, I think that's the the really cool thing is, like you said, taking it all the way back to what you say, if you're just consistent and authentic, you know, people gravitate towards that. And again, like it's a perfect example of different doors, uh, windows opening for you. So it's it's really really cool. It's the truth. I if if you would have told me a, a year, year and a half ago that I'd be standing where I am now with some of the opportunities I've had and am working on. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just wouldn't believe it. My wife still, she, you know, she's gotten to a point. She said to me the other day, she said, um, she said, you know, I think I really have to start looking at your social media stuff as a, as a job. Mm-hmm. And she said that a couple months ago and I turned and I was like, yes, like, yes. Um, mm-hmm. I get it. It's a, it's a balance with having a family and kids and having to put your phone down. Um, you know, there has to be meals that I don't film, you know, yeah. that I can just spend with my family. And there are, um, but it's a balance. And I think she's coming around to the point where she doesn't yell at me every time I'm filming food because uh, she knows that it's it's potentially helping us support our family and what we want to do and where we want to be, you know, sure. together. So it's 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 been pretty awesome. That's cool. Great. Well, thank you. We appreciate you taking the time. I know you're uh, you're busy. You got probably a busy busy afternoon there. Uh, I can't love, wait to I see craziness, Felix. So I, I'm I like what you post in, in a couple hours there on TikTok. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, look at that guy! <laughs> wow, that is a big cat. <laughs> Felix, I have six cats and a dog. In oh, house. Gee. it's crazy. It's oh nuts. man, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I know. I don't either. No, but I have the, I have the Weber kettle firing up now. I'm cooking up some steaks for the guys that are remodeling our bathroom. So, um, nice. you know, that's kind of how I do it. So Excellent. if you come to my house, you're going to eat. You're going to get fed. <laughs> I love that. Great. Well, thank you. appreciate your time. Hey, I appreciate your support, Felix. You guys are awesome. And, you know, you guys just, I, I, I wouldn't have been able to do any of this or start anything without your support. So I always we, appreciate that. And I look forward to, you know, doing more together. Terrific. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Check out CanberryEats.com for all the great visuals and social links for Matt. Until next time, stay hungry.